Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Welcome and blessings. So glad to be with you on the program today. Let's start off with a word of prayer. O Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, our great God and Savior, we ask you to bless this time together we have. Bless every viewer today. We'll praise you and give you all the glory, Lord Jesus. Amen. We're continuing on in our teaching in the book of Yehuda, Jude, in the New Testament. Yehuda means praise, and this special one-chapter letter gives much praise to our Savior Jesus and teaches us how to live a life of praising Him. We're only going to finish the first verse today that we started before on the program. We talked before about Yehuda, Jude, calling himself a bondservant of Jesus Christ and that he's a brother of Jacob, commonly translated in English Bibles as James, who's also the author of the book of James. And, and they, James and Jude, are half-brothers of our Messiah Jesus, but they don't think of themselves that way any, anymore. They, they both came uh, along with our Messiah Yeshua from uh, Miriam, who's also translated Mary in English Bibles, and uh, they have very different fathers. And so Joseph is the father of James and Jude, and our Father God is the father of Messiah Jesus. Jesus the Lord is God the Son, the only begotten Son of God. We talked about how believers in Messiah Jesus are called and sanctified, and today we're going to look at how we are preserved. So I'm going to read again Jude chapter 1, verse 1. Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. We are preserved by grace in Jesus Christ. And I'll talk about that through this program. Uh, you know, first I want to identify there's a bit of a problem. There's, a, there's an uh, ancient kind of a fight in the body of Christ. And in one extreme camp is... Uh, is the concept of man's responsibility to repent and choose Jesus the Lord, which, of course, is true. And then in the other extreme camp, there is God's sovereignty in choosing some and not choosing others, and then by His grace, keeping 
those who believe in him, which is also true, but taken to extremes out of bounds, out of the bounds of truth. You have uh, two extreme camps who often fight about these matters. I don't have a problem with either one. I teach as the Bible teaches uh, about God's sovereignty and choosing and predestination. I teach that as the Bible also teaches on man's responsibility to, to repent and believe in the Lord. I teach that. So I don't see the contradiction. Is there a mystery there as, as far as where one stops and the other, other begins? Yeah, and we're going to address that in this program as well. But let's look at the Lord's preservation, His preserving grace in John chapter 6, verses 37 through 40. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Then look at John chapter 17, this incredible prayer of Messiah Jesus. Oh, it's so beautiful. We're going to look at verses 11, 15, and 17. Now, I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I've come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Sanctify them by your truth, your word is truth. So we are kept by the name of Abba Father as he's given us to Messiah Yeshua. We are um, property of Messiah Yeshua bought by his blood that we may be one with Elohim the Father, Elohim the Son, and Elohim the Holy Spirit. We're kept from being stolen by the evil one. We're sanctified by the word of Abba Father in Messiah Yeshua. This is preserving grace. Oh, hallelujah. Look at 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is what? In Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We saw in the book of Jude, the end of verse 1, we are preserved in Jesus Christ. What's this mean? It means that we're no longer in Adam. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that in Adam all die. In Adam all are condemned. In Adam all are under the wrath of God, the punishment for our sins, everlasting punishment here in this life and then in hell in the lake of fire. But when we receive Messiah Jesus and, and trust in him for what he has done on the cross, paying for our sins and that he's risen, we are taken out of the position of being in Adam and our Father in heaven places us in Christ and we are preserved, the Bible says in the book of Jude. We are preserved in Christ. Look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God which lives and abides forever. You see, we are born again of an incorruptible seed. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, So, for example, we are preserved, meaning Elohim, he does the preserving. 
he does the keeping. Yet look at verse 21. I want to shoot forward in Jude. It's one chapter, chapter one. Go down to verse 21, and I want to show you some of man's responsibility. Uh, let's look at Jude 1, 20 and 21. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. These are our keeping responsibilities. See here, he says, keep yourselves. And, and so do you mean to tell me that there are some things about God in this matter of God's responsibility to keep us and preserve us? Yet our responsibility to believe, are you saying that there's some kind of mystery there? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to share something with you, and I'm going to introduce something to you that is important to understand. Uh, Greek thinking, Greek philosophy, Greek thought is very different than Hebraic philosophy and thought that Elohim, the God of Israel, gave to the Jewish people. Now, what I'm talking about is pure Jewish thought as they believed and followed the God of Israel. And of course, much of the time Israel didn't do that. But what I'm saying is, is this. Greek philosophy and Greek thoughts goes something like this. Everything fits nicely and neatly in a perfect box, and one box is stacked next to the other. And if I can't do that, then it must not be true. Well, no. No, no, no. Hebraic thinking is this. He is Elohim, and I am not. I take what he says is the truth, and I act on what I know that he has given me. You see the difference? Remember at Mars Hill, Paul is in Athens, and these Greek philosophers spend all their time talking and thinking and thinking and talking, but they don't do anything. Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like the Western church that that acts as if it's been corrupted with Greek thinking. And that's why... Jacob, James in the Bible says, don't be just hearers, but be doers of the word. And, and so there's a passage in Deuteronomy 29, and, and I want to read that. In Deuteronomy chapter 29, this issue of things that aren't so clear, that aren't perfectly boxed up that we don't understand, in verse 29 or explains, explained, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. We may be that we may do all the words of this law. You see, I believe, so I do. I believe, so I do. Are there things about Elohim or even things in the Bible I don't yet understand? Humble yourself and say, yes, he's so big, he's so awesome. But I take what he says as truth and I walk in it. Oh, hallelujah. We walk by grace, we're preserved by grace. Yeah, there's saving grace that justifies, declares us righteous when we believe in Messiah Jesus. There's teaching grace that sanctifies us and preserves us and keeps us. And there's working grace that bears fruit that will remain forever. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. For the reality of preserving grace that keeps me from stumbling. And that's even a passage that ends the book of Jude that we'll look at in future programs. Now, we're going to go to break in just a moment. And, and, and be excited if you've received Jesus the Lord as your Savior, that His grace is working in you, saving you, keeping you, preparing you for Him to come. Our responsibility is to cooperate with His grace. Yeah? Hallelujah. So we're going to get a break in just a moment. Important stuff you'll hear, and then we'll be right back. Remember, watch Therefore. 
I'm so very thankful for this Watch Therefore message that stirs the lukewarm out of their terrible condition to a fiery walk in Messiah Jesus and also presents the necessary urgency for this season to this generation of the lost. Oh, receive Jesus the Lord now while there's yet a little time. Now we also have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations that operates under Watch Therefore Ministries. Why? The Bible teaches that the gospel is to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our to the Jew first ministry is blessing Israeli believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan, whereby we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. And our to the nations ministry poured out for the nations. We've been in Africa. I've been in about 10 African countries in the last 10 or 12 years with the gospel, making disciples, pastors, conferences, helping orphans and widows. It's such a special opportunity. I also go across Nigeria, for example, to conferences with thousands of people preaching the Watch Therefore message and the gospel and other discipleship things from the scriptures. Now, I want to mention finances for a minute because this ministry is so very expensive. The airtime production costs way beyond anything I could do. But my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And I want to tell you, if you haven't yet received Jesus as Lord, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would enjoy the program and receive Jesus as Lord. Get saved today. But for those of you who understand sowing and reaping, laying your treasures up in heaven, and you're looking for a place to partner with the Lord, we believe this is a place for you to prayerfully consider. Also, we're reintroducing my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. It will help you in this hour of storms and trouble to find a place of refuge the Lord has provided, the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job. And we wanna make sure everyone can get a book. So for a donation of any amount, to watch therefore blessing Israeli believers or poured out for the nations will send you a book, America's Ark. Make sure you place the name of the book, America's Ark, in the note or purpose section so that we know to get a book out to you as soon as possible. Now, we're gonna go back to the program in just a moment. It's so important more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. The things I'm going to be sharing with you in this segment, I'm a little surprised that I'm going to be doing so in that I just talked about this a couple weeks ago. But this is so important as the Lord is shouting from the rooftops the matter I'm going to be discussing with you. And now is the time for believers in Messiah Jesus to act like never before. Folks, this could save our country if you're in America or whatever country you're in. Now, I want to read these verses to you, and I'm going to ask you to listen very carefully. Proverbs 24, beginning in verse 11. Deliver those who are drawn toward death and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, surely we did not know this, does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? And will he not render to each man according 
to his deeds. Proverbs 31, beginning verse 8. Open your mouth for the speechless in the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. And now John 10, verse 10. The thief, Satan, does not come except to steal and kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Now, in my book, America's Ark, that was just discussed on the break, in one of the chapters, I talk about three big sins that will bring, any one of which would bring a judgment from the Lord upon that nation. And one of those is the shedding of innocent blood. And I discuss very, very specifically in there the matter called abortion. Now, know this. <clears throat> With regard to America, a spirit of murder has been unleashed across America and the world. And, and we see from John 10 that we just read that Satan and his demons came to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, many of you probably have seen over the last couple of weeks that in the state of New York, they recently celebrated. Oh, they celebrated in their halls of state representatives the signing of a bill that would remove any restriction at all on killing a baby called abortion. And uh, up till the due date, the day the baby is born. Now, in Virginia, there's a couple, a couple players who have been on the news. One was a state rep who was presenting a bill that when asked very pointedly, and this has been across the news, social media, all uh, television, all over the world for, uh, for weeks now, a couple weeks now, that that very pointedly she was asked, the mother is dilating, the mother is having the baby. Would your bill allow for killing that baby? And she said, yes. And then the governor, uh, who's supposed to be a doctor, uh, a, a pediatrician, no, he's a butcher, is what he is. He's He, he was asked, and he, then he discussed that a baby could be born, set aside, and the doctor and the mother would decide whether to kill that already born baby. Well, and now, of course, that Virginia governor, he's in big trouble. Why? Well, ultimately, because the Lord may be bringing him down. And why? Because government officials are responsible to God to do good, according to Romans 13. And, and you might say, yeah, but look at all the wicked government not only in the world today, but since the resurrection of Jesus, since the New Testament, of course, the whole Bible was written. That's true. Know this. The Lord is big enough to judge all this madness now and later at the final judgment. And I believe it very well may be the Lord bringing this Virginia governor down, which is in flux at the time of this recording. Now, I got to talk to you about something with regard to this governor. It's not that what he said about the babies is bringing him down and people are calling for his resignation. But just after all this uh, came out and the video of his interview talking about killing a baby this way uh, went viral, something else went viral. Uh, a yearbook picture of him from back in 1984 in college uh, showed uh, on his page, on this, this Virginia governor's page, showed a picture of two people mocking 
the African-American race. One of them was in blackface and the other had a KKK uniform on, hood and all. And the, the, the leftist movement, African-Americans and even Republicans, as they should have, Across the country, many and listen. I'm not citing citing with any any Republican or Democrat party. What I'm saying is everybody got mad, and they should have gotten angry. They should be angry today. Why? Because that KKK uniform represents murder. It represents lynching precious African American souls, lynching them, uh, and and it's just murder. And, and, and it, everybody should be upset about it. But here's a point I want to make that I believe the Lord is trying to show us right now. That picture was from 1984. Doesn't make it right. He should resign because of that, though it was in 1984. But here's the point I'm making. Everybody is so angry about this picture from 1984. Well, so many don't care that he wants to murder babies right now. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's horrible. Where have we gotten to as a society, as a people? Oh my God, these are babies. These are babies being murdered. Oh my goodness. We need to know what's going on. What should we do? We need to know what's going on. You see, all killing of babies in the womb is shedding innocent blood. And we have a responsibility to respond to God's word, to stand in the gap for the weakest amongst us who are being murdered. You heard those passages I just read a moment ago. And look at Proverbs six sixteen, the and 17 through 19. These things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swept into running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. In these things the Lord hates is the shedding of innocent blood. Now, I want to talk to you for a moment about how numb we've gotten in our, in our, in our sin and, and, and how blind we've become. Think of this. You've heard the word progressive. That's a big word that's used today. Well, I want to use it in a different context that's very accurate right now. You see, sin is progressive. Sin doesn't just stand still. Uh, where you allow sin, it progresses. It goes forward. And a, li- and a little or some, because it hasn't been little, uh, killing babies, shedding their innocent blood up to... Uh, the end of a second trimester has been tolerated to a point where it has numbed us of shedding that innocent blood to the, to the progressive next stage in sin of killing a baby all the way up to the time they're being born. And after they're born, that's where this thing is going. Let me talk to you about an analogy I heard uh, about numbness. Ranchers who were experiencing the loss of some of their flocks from predators like wolves, one of the ways they would kill the wolves off that were stealing their, their, from their flocks is they would take water uh, in a square pan and they would mix it with some of the animal's blood 
and put razor blades in it and it would freeze and then they would put those blocks of ice out on the prairie. Why? Because the wolves would be attracted to the blood in the ice and they would begin to lick it. Their tongues would get numb and as they would lick those razor blades, they didn't even know what they were doing. Why? Because their tongues were numb and they would bleed out and die. Sin is numbing. And in America and in the nations of the world, but our program is very uh, prominent across America. The Society of America, after decade, after decade, after decade of such progressive sin, is to a point now where we don't even know the difference between a boy and a girl, a man and a woman. We, we don't know that it's, it's sin and, and uh, ungodly and wicked for men to marry men and women to marry women. We don't know. We're getting to a place where it's going to be acceptable if we keep going up this road to kill babies as they're being born. And it's been acceptable for decades to kill 60 million babies in the womb in America since Roe versus Wade. And, and listen to this. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation, the following states don't have any prohibitions on abortion later in pregnancy. See, we think this is a new thing because this all just came up, but no. Alaska, Colorado, the District of Columbia, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, and Vermont have, have the same kind of laws that, that facilitate and accept killing a baby till their due date. No restrictions. What do I do? Do something. Write your congressman. Write your representatives. Uh, go stand at, at some of these killing uh, centers where they kill babies, you won't have to go very far to find one and get you and your church and others to stand there and pray and plead to God for these babies. Here's something don't do. Don't take vengeance yourself. Romans 12, 19 tells us not to take vengeance and that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Ours is to pray. Ours is to warn. Ours is to speak up. Ours is to stand up. You know, for every weird cause and, and many ungodly causes, people will take to the streets with signs and protest. But as they kill these babies, Christians in America sit back and watch. No, no, no. Now it's time. And don't think this. Listen, don't think if you just sit back that this is just going to stop with these babies. If we don't do something and stand for these babies, it will get so bad that this murdering spirit will come to your front door. Do something now while there's time. Cry out to the Lord. And maybe you need to cry out to the Lord to be saved today. He died on the cross for your sins. He rose again and he wants to forgive you and save you today. Cry out, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. I want to repent. I want to turn away from my sins and follow you. And he'll save you and he'll forgive you. Oh, listen, now more than ever is a time to watch for the coming of the Lord and to be ready. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. 
We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. What belongs to us.